thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality. So there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to the Nightcap, uh, Thursday, 11th of May. We're actually recording on the day we're releasing today because it's been a manic week due to work stuff, bank holidays. But nevertheless, myself and Paul upstairs at Salt having a coffee, chewing the fat. How's it going, mate? You okay? All right, mate. Yeah, tired. Yeah, very tired. Going really late last night. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. A bit of a spot. Was it a last minute spontaneous night out then, was it? Or yeah, I got invited last week. Um, by uh, yeah, this guy Dan, Table Talk Foundation, he uh, invited me to upstairs, not, table not, of six. Not too shabby. Yeah, so I didn't drink because I needed to obviously be here today and yeah. I wanted to, I'm off to London straight after this. So, yeah. but yeah, I didn't get into like nearly two. Oh man. You, you know when you leave somewhere late and you're like, it's all right, I'll fly home. Yeah. <laughs> and it takes longer because there's fucking diversions everywhere. Oh, no. Yeah, because they're doing stuff yeah. at night. No one's on the road, quiet, yeah. And then I was trying to avoid the M6 toll. Yeah. I wish I'd just paid for it in the end. Yeah. Oh, every time. Yeah. I always do. Um, well, we'll cover that a little bit more. We've got loads of other stuff to cover. We've got uh, Paul's Top Fives, a um, few bits and bobs, your Farm Africa, Five Side Football Tournament. Yes. We'll talk about that as well. Firstly, though, did want to catch up on the sort of the story arc of last week's podcast. Oh, yeah. So after the debate over about this table, what they're going to do, they ended up paying yeah. before you had sort of like... Yeah, well, they, they the- just contacted, sent a really blunt email. I'll phone and pay later. That was it. Wow. <laughs> it's like, ooh, somebody's, was seen before, the, somebody's seen the post. Was that before? Yeah, the podcast hadn't gone out then. No, no hadn't, no. Had, yeah, that's interesting. No, because yeah, it was the same day we recorded, and the Tuesday wasn't it? Because yeah, we recorded yeah. early last week, and I um, yeah, I sent it to you. What do you reckon happened there then? Do you reckon that swinging an email really cut through, or do you reckon, or or could they have gone to their mates like, oh, he's chased me for pay, and they've gone, we probably should pay it. Well, if they're good friends, they should have been like, yeah, you tight bastard, pay. Yeah, yeah. I'd say that to my mates. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd yeah, say, yeah, like, just true, pay. Actually. You're in the wrong. Yeah. You know, the, if your mates agree with everything you say, mm, then they're, they're not, not the best mates. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so true. Yeah. Well, it finally happened. Finally happened. And um, yeah, I I felt relieved, to be honest, that I took the decision out of my hands. Because strictly speaking, (laughs) it could be uh, against the law and seeing his defamation. Strictly speaking, like, um, what if you'd have outed them? Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, it could I didn't be. realize that. Yeah, yeah, I was always aware of that, yeah, yeah, but I didn't want to bring it up in case they were like, Oh, that's an idea. <laughs> um, I don't know the ins and outs of 
fucking many laws to be honest let alone defamation (laughs) but um they probably would have to you know to have a strong case and for someone to take it rather than just well he slagged you off online who cares yeah it would have to prove that it's had a negative impact on you financially or your life you'd have to prove that it's quite ambiguous yeah Yeah, you couldn't especially as it's not your their restaurant that they have and i wouldn't have named that so it would have been very tough but yeah yeah but i mean like i said i was I was still pretty much towards outing, even knowing that. <laughs> but I'm glad it took the decision yeah, out of my nice. mind. That's yeah, nice. that's the ideal outcome in some ways. Yeah, you don't have to stress about it now. And I didn't send who it was to anybody privately. Nobody. Oh yeah, that's nobody didn't send it to anyone. You never even if they sent asked. it to me, you never even told me. Did I not? Were. No. Oh, I'll show you after. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyone who asked on DMs, I didn't send it to them. <laughs> Do not screenshot it or stop me. Uh, awesome. Well, I'm glad that's settled. That's very good. Um, yeah, so your Farm Africa campaign. Now, the, how long have you been doing this now? It's been quite a few Since years. 2013. So oh, this is our 10th year. year. anniversary. Yeah. Shit. So back, back then, how did it all sort of start? So we started, um, it was just a quick thing we organised. Um, so I was doing the Kilimanjaro climb with Ashley Palmer-Watts, John Freeman, Paolo de Tarso. Yeah. Um, we spoke about that with Ashley on the pod, didn't we? About exactly. your climb. Yeah. And it was, we didn't create it as a thing to do all the time. I was like trying to be creative about how can we raise funds for this rather than just give me some money, give me some money. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to climb this mountain. Yeah. Like, let's get people involved. And it was my, it was my sous chef at the time, Lee at Tunnel Mill, who's still there now. He was like, why don't you do a football tournament? Like, you know, five aside. And it's like, all right, so I spoke to Farm Africa and we just quickly in a few weeks organised this tournament, went yeah. to a Cambridge, Cambridge, one Cambridge school, yeah. um, just on their pitches. We had a fat duck team. We had wow. um, we had some like incredible teams in there, some two, three star teams um, from all over the country. That's just amazing. just in a few weeks, and it was a mega day. And we, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark, who owns Dingley Dow pork who i used to use his pork all the time in suffolk he rode over with a whole pig on a spit roast we've got loads of other food in so it was just like oh this is mega people got behind it and it raised loads of money that we put straight into the climb so it was about more fund and awareness for the climb for the charity and i spoke to and i got amazing prizes did a raffle on the day um I spoke to Farm Africa, like, we've got to do this again. Yeah. And I'd moved up here by then, I think, yeah, and like wanted a better venue. So we've done it in Birmingham ever since. Mm-hmm. Apart from COVID years, we've done it every year. It's amazing. And we get we get some mega teams coming yeah, in and so like cool. making making mega effort. Like um last year we had Kenny's boys come down from uh, House of Tides. Wow. They'd been out on the Saturday night and then they had a four-hour drive from fucking Newcastle. wow. Fair Um, play. Yeah, they they haven't put a team in this year um, because I I think, so Kenny opened Solstice this time last year. The head chef of that snapped his ankle on the football. Um, Pure, you know, bad luck. You know, stuff like that don't, it's not that rough, don't happen often. (laughs) It was just, shit, I was like, God, I'm going to be in Kenny's bad books. Yeah, that is bad, Um, bad. So yeah, they're probably like, let's leave it, lads, this year. <laughs> um, but we are nice. looking for some more teams. We've got a few, but we would. I just wanted to put it out on here, as it's you know perfect place. People listening, yeah, of course. We've got two this year. Um, first time we're ever doing two. 
what, right, together. Two, two, tor- oh, two tournaments. Two tournaments at the same time. Yeah, um, yeah, so we've got one in Birmingham, one in London. Oh, wow. Because a lot of London chefs don't like to leave London. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, it's a bit, bit of a big effort, especially with trains and stuff. So yeah. we're doing one in Shoreditch on the 30th of July. Yeah. We've got some really good teams in that. I spoke to Tom Brown yesterday. He's putting a team in. Great. I'll be there um, with his Arsenal kit on, won't he? Yeah. I asked him what if he's going to do I... some uh, Robert Perez stuff. He's like, no, I'm the manager. Yeah. It's <laughs> full suit. Yeah. What's, uh, yeah. What is the standard like? Um, generally the better ones are like the suppliers or sometimes recruitment agents because they work more normal hours they play once a week they're together you know they're not all like grumpy and aggressive after a Saturday night service or whatever do you get the the classic like who the hell's that ringer and it's like he doesn't work oh there are yeah no his brother's the his brother is the pot wash and do you know what I mean like we had a guy a team win it a few years ago um, Corpus Christi College like so the catering arm oh, right. in uh, Cambridge yeah. uh, in Birmingham and they had a guy and he was genuinely their pot washer but he used to pe- play in like the third flight of Spanish football no he way. was fucking insane <laughs> and this is like the third flight and this is how fucking ridiculous he was you know how low those goals are yeah, yeah, below yeah. shoulder height yeah he lobbed the keeper from a penalty. The keeper come out, just no. lobbed him from, was not from a pen, from the penalty spot, lobbed him. That, I was like, that's fucking that ridiculous. That is outrageous. Yeah. Deserves to take the trophy. And then there's a lot of players like me with just two left legs and <laughs> unfit. Yeah, I no, don't play anymore. Struggle. You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not like I used to be back in the day. I can't run about. I can strike no the ball. Is. No one but is. I can't run. No one is. Um, but it's open to suppliers, chefs, waiters, all areas of the industry. We're not like, oh, we only want restaurants. We want everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, recruitment agents, anyone associated with the industry, basically. Awesome. Yeah. And so 30th of July in London. 30th of July in Shoreditch, Shoreditch in London. Yeah. And 11th of June, Birmingham. Yeah. Is there a max amount of teams you can have or is it? Um, like max is 16 yeah, for the tournament. Cool. We normally get somewhere between 10 and 16 and that's a really good number. Yeah. Really good day. It's a good buzz. Yeah, we've nice. got got Michael O'Hare. He's putting a team in this year for the Birmingham one again. Great. He did, his team did it last year. They were brilliant. They were coming with their pink tops. I was going to say, like, what's the coordination with the kits? Or like, do they all say, right, everyone get an old Arsenal kit or everyone get an old... Or just People bibs, generally, or... they either wear the same colours. Yeah, yeah. And there's bibs there anyway. Or like they'll have kit made. Like Michael went all out last year <laughs> with his team. All pink kits. And like he bought everyone. Like girls, That's... boys, everyone from his team was playing. That's amazing. But they really got into the spirit of it. And they were... I'll tell you why they were so good last year was it's just the littlest thing. And this is what Michael's great. Michael's so thoughtful um, and thinks about other people. Like where it is in goals above Star City, it's like a perfect place. It's a bit of a quadrant in the middle where I can hang out all day. Like the fucking mess people left behind. Like next to the bin, there's rubbish really? everywhere. So me and the Farm Africa girls were like cleaning up. Michael's like, team, let's go. So him and his team just helped to blitz really? the whole place. Wow. Everyone else was in the bar. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, I think some people weren't aware of it, but he was like, right, we're helping you, we're on it. Yeah. Cleaned all the pitches, all the quadrants, everything. Yeah. Fair play yeah, to it's him, cool. that's amazing. So yeah, shout out to him for, for that. So yeah, everyone else next year, put your stuff in the bin, yeah? yeah. This year. <laughs> so everyone puts in a bit of money just to participate and that goes to the Yeah, so you pay per... I think it, I can't remember how we've done it because we've changed it a few years per team basically it's a small fee and that goes straight to the charity covers the cost we haven't as yet got a sponsor for this year which is has been really challenging every yeah, year we've had different companies support us and sponsor but really struggled this year so if there anyone is there anyone that would like to look at some sort of sponsorship and we could give great coverage for it mm-hmm. um, that money 
essentially it covers the costs of us hiring the venue for the day so all money goes to charity rather than covering costs yeah nice essentially so that's, that's um that, that's another target with it but yeah anyone in the industry don't even have to play we have some some good teams we have some pony teams and we have some you know some mix it's but everyone it's just a really good day out that's awesome i always get amazing raffle prizes we do a raffle last year we did crossbar challenge yeah um everyone got behind it i think it was a Five quid entry and you got five goes yeah. uh, over 30 seconds or something. And Ben Foster, I spoke to Ben Foster, he put a prize in and it was two tickets, everything paid for hospitality, England, Germany at Wembley. That's amazing. Yes, and he paid for that personally, put it in and Fair sponsored play. that prize. What a so, legend. Yeah, I need to tap him up. Yeah, for something. yeah you do. DM him now. That's yeah. amazing. Um, I, I, you asked if I could play the other day for the Salt team. I did, and I yeah. I'm on holiday and I was gutted. I know, and I, yeah. To peel back the onions, to Haley, I was like, I really want to call up this year. I was like, for weeks. I, was like, oh, I yeah. really want to call. I just want to play football so bad for a team. I want to go. And then when you said the date, I was like, that is the one week, oh, the one shit. holiday. I was like, no, damn it. Good, because it was only like last week or so I spoke to the guys about putting a team together yeah, and yeah. they're all up for it and I'm That's letting cool. them manage it. So. Oh, so I need to ask Sai, but yeah. oh no, that's a shame. That's I won't be putting a team into London from Salt, but no, um, so yeah, but next year. I assume lastly that if you get 16 teams, like the least you'll get football-wise, even if you lose is three games. Yeah, generally, you yeah, like yeah, you get a minimum, yeah, yeah. always it's not a like minimum. You turn up, lose, and you leave. We had, to, I think it was post-COVID year, we had a slightly smaller turnout um, of, or was it the one before? Slightly smaller turnout, but we did two big groups, and everyone got loads of games. Everyone's That's great. Fucked. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. By the end. <laughs> but it's great. Like all the referees manage all the tournament and the rules and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we just try and oh, make yeah, a good day out stuff. of it. Oh, that's well, they have the yeah, we hire refs from the venue. So it's right. all impartial. That's good. Because sometimes it gets a bit tasty. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. But I think that's like, it sounds sort of corny, but that makes it more fun. Mm. Like to have it properly competitive, it is more fun. No it's, especially if, you know, if you're in a restaurant that, you know, if there's a two-star restaurant there and you're in a restaurant with no disrespect, that doesn't have that, that level of accolade, mm. It's your chance to be like, no, we're on a level playing field yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to beat you at fucking something. Yeah, like, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. 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 And at, very, at, the, at the very least to hang out with all these people. As yeah. Well. Get their brains at half time. Or exactly. Like, having a beer after. Like, it's great. Yeah. So good. Everyone wins. Yes. So, how so we'll post the link somewhere. Yeah. If we if put it on the, the nightcap cap. thing, post yeah. the link where people can sign up. Yeah. 11th of June, Birmingham. That's the one we're trying to recruit for mostly at the moment. Like, we've got a good few teams. We just want a few more, really, yeah. to get more awareness nice love it mate that's great we'll put the link up on our socials um yeah so last night a late one you ended up upstairs yeah that's tom shepherd yeah amazing and it was fucking good you know yeah it was well, really hey, good. i've not been but my partner's been and she said oh, she did didn't she Bef she went with her friends before yeah. he sort of did the refurb isn't it yeah 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 um but uh, yeah she was blown away yeah which is mad shows how well he's done from the day off he did a refurb that quick yeah you know he yeah. only opened after covid that's so true which yeah. is is mega but no props to tom he's got he's got a lovely team yeah got really nice guys mm -hmm. lovely restaurant great service and the food is stunning just like flavor packed yeah, you know yeah, every yeah. dish was great flavors a couple of real highlights that there was nothing that disappointed every dish was like wow yeah, yeah. you know that i can taste what it is taste got, yeah, great yeah. sauces the awesome. best awesome. best dishes the most standout probably like three over the taster menu i'd say turbot he did this, this roasted turbot with this chicken curry sauce and Ooh. carrot and i think was it a sultanery kind of a puree 
the curry sauce, chicken curry sauce. Really? It was so much depth. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all the other savory dishes were great. Um, like hog it in two ways. But then we had crossover. Unknown of he's done for a while. It's Thai green curry. Hayley had that. She mentioned that one. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And I love the way it's like, you know, Thai flavors in like a pre-dessert or a dessert type thing aren't uncommon. But I thought it was very clever the way he did it, that it really did taste of green curry. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah, wasn't sure. like, it was a, oh, it's just fake. coriander and cafe lime and stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. It tasted like it without, so that savory association, but a semi-sweet dish. Yeah, yeah. It was lovely. Like rice pudding, like mango sorbet, and then this green curry foam on top yeah. of coconut. Beautiful, oh, so and then jealous. his banana dessert from GBM, yeah, which, um, yeah, very nice. I didn't watch it on GBM, but I'd seen it, yeah, sure. Um, that was lovely in itself, lovely, thin, crisp around the banana, and then the cake on the side was the best bit, was it? Was stunning. Oh, yeah, man. it was great. And he's a lovely guy, Tom. I've known him for a good few years. Yeah, yeah. He came up here when I think when he was just about leaving Adams and he was talking about opening the restaurant, and when mm. he when he said, Oh, my dad owns the jewelers yeah i was gonna say so it's literally so his dad's company downstairs and he just had a spare space yeah essentially he was telling us briefly last night he'd he'd be we'll have to get him on the pod he'd know better um like he dad owns the jewelers Mm. um and so he's he went to see it and it was like i think they had a bit of a building upstairs like what should we do up here or put some rooms or something i was surprised how big it is all the little back of house bits Uh, like staff changing rooms staff sit down area office and it's like bigger than the floor plan up here oh really yeah with the restaurant and the kitchen everything wow um yeah and his dad was like what do you reckon we should do up here he's like let me put a restaurant up here and it's a no-brainer yeah and brilliant no, honestly, it's, it's fucking lovely. Do you pay two lots of rent when it's what? Well, my assumption is, I, can't, I'm, I think I remember some stuff from my conversation. Obviously, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk too much about it, but my assumption is we wouldn't pay. Yeah, yeah. Any, his dad owns it. Yeah, cool. So his dad doesn't oh, yeah, pay rent. Yeah. Like, it's, oh, dream scenario. So his dad bought it. They've obviously got a mortgage on it. So I imagine they sort of do it together. Share There's it no rent. Yeah, his landlord is, well, it's him and his dad, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. so no, you're ideal. Right, it's a no-brainer. Thing to do yeah and really unique as well exactly so cool yeah i've so, never been to litchfield either yeah no it's, it's really sweet little nice place, little town yeah, like really in by quiet, the cathedral nice, and stuff yeah. yeah lovely what's um because you were there with like actar and several yeah actar glimper now cool. stephen edwards cray treadwell and then dan who runs this table talk yeah so it's a good table like glim was just the entertainer as yeah, as normal just yeah. making us laugh all night on, like, he didn't oh, no no <laughs> I forgot about that scarf. I should have bought it up. What's that? Do you, do you find it hard to not, like, you all have a dish, you're all tasting it, you're all chefs, you're all into it. Do you all end up debriefing after every dish or talking about it or, stood, or like, what? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, when the food's that good, you, you generally just all agree. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and That's you're all good. quiet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm there with my finger around the bowl with a sauce, <laughs> yeah. like, sucking it. Yeah. I love that. And it's not, and, you know, chefs, if you went somewhere and it was absolute pony, which happens in good really? restaurants that just doesn't happen yeah. um you know it might be things that maybe aren't for you mm. but um yeah you're just all out you're like generally happy to be out you know i haven't seen glenn we spoke on the phone a few times but i haven't seen him for like a, probably six months or so yeah um act i haven't seen him for a bit again we speak on the phone a bit but it's just nice to be together yeah of course and just be out and especially that, yeah. over a meal like that as well because it's like not just an hour in the pub it's like four or five hours sometimes of yeah like being sat around just chewing it all and especially as like, you know, Glenn and Akhtar and, and Cray as well, we've all 
like Craig's sort of similar to Tom, same time on that journey, but I mean, a little bit more on and Akhtar and yeah. Glenn further on, you've got this appreciation for Tom and what he's achieving because we've all been on that journey in exactly. some way. Yeah. So, so you're just, you're like, you're genuinely happy for yeah, him. You yeah, you you get it. Yeah, when they're a nice guy, you, you just, you're like, I'm really happy for him. Yeah, to, so to, nice. Doing that, I've been there and, you know. Shout out to Tom and we'll definitely get him on. Yes. At some point. Yeah, later this year. Um, right, we'll do top five puddings in a, in a minute, I reckon. But firstly, I just wanted to bring up, you sent me a link to this. I've got it here. We were talking about like native dishes. And yeah. you mentioned a certain cake. It was the Coventry God cake. Well, yeah, I said there was something from Cov, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. So I've researched it straight away. Yeah, yeah. And this, and this was what you were thinking of, the God cake. Yes, that, right? that was it. I had to find it. Yeah. So I've, I've definitely never heard of this. But talk, yeah, so talk us through it. And what's the... Um, so it's kind of Eccles cakey by the sounds of it. Yeah, really. Like so it. kind of ripped off Lancashire a bit. Yeah, <laughs> just the um, shape. <laughs> but yeah, it goes back. To, it only came back apparently in 2010. So that was why I never knew of it, okay. and I was well gone out of Cov by then. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think like looking at the history of it, it was around years and years ago, and somebody had sort of found it and like bought it back and like let's make a Coventry dish. Mm-hmm. Sounds nice. I mean, I love an Eccles cake. Yeah, yeah, Eccles cake's wicked. Can't go wrong. Yeah, so kind of along that theme. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I, someone who's interested in baking with a local his, historian just got into it and bought it back. So yeah, I'd, I don't know anywhere that I couldn't say to you, I'll go here and try their god cake. Yeah, that's true. Like, I wonder if there is, if anyone listening knows yeah. where to get a good god cake, I'll go over next time I'll yeah, see me more. Absolutely. So I mean, it just says on this account, um, baked puff pastry, pasty, containing mincemeat. What yeah. I like here though, is it says that it's a uh, isosceles triangle. Yes. Specific. So it's not an equilateral, like a pakora. <laughs> it's yeah. two longer sides. Two longer sides and a shorter side. Yeah. That, that's an isosceles, isn't it? I think, I think, I think so. I don't know. But <laughs> I mean, I, I couldn't, I was looking for stuff for Stratford, but I still could find nothing. So that might be the closest native mm. dish we have. So yeah, if anyone's up for knowing where we could get one, how to recreate it, any recipes. Yeah, yeah please. I need to, to speak us. to Glyn actually. He should put one on. So me and Glyn had a really great conversation last night. He's just opened in Coventry. Yeah. Oh right. Um, really small thing, like tea room, cafe in the day, tapas at night. Oh wow. Um and it's on this old Coventry heritage site. Yeah. Oh that's a lovely be... place off the London Road. Oh, this would um, be perfect for a god cake. So I need to speak and he's talking about how Coventry he's like, Paul, you need to open a restaurant in Coventry. I was like, Well, give me some money. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll fucking do it. And a team and <laughs> the infrastructure and um, yeah, that'd be perfect. Coventry god yeah. cake. I'm gonna send it to really him. would. And I, I imagine there'd be loads of people that hadn't thought about it and then see it on a menu and go, Oh Yeah. Grant used to make there. Because he's like, I'm going to be the cough kid, not yeah. you. <laughs> You're going to take your, man- your <laughs> mantle. Excellent. Okay, well, this is a perfect segue from God Cakes to top five puddings. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm nervous though because I'm hungry. I've not eaten yet and I've got a bit of a sweet tooth. It's been yeah. a bit of an Achilles heel for me. So, but you, you were saying before we came on that this was hard. You changed the order quite a bit. I struggled with this. <laughs> My... Like with, which one was it? The cereal, I knew. The, yes, number, yeah. the number one I knew instantly. There's, yeah. there's just no doubt in my mind. And if it's on a menu in a good place, I'm choosing it. Great. Um, or other places where I'd go get it from. I knew it. The rest would change daily. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, Great. And most of, they're all a thing. They're all something. Um, so I'm probably going to yeah, knock off. Yeah, this is all stuff you could find on in pubs or you could make at home. It's not like too fancy. It's a known, it's a thing. It's yeah. not a yeah, yeah. not a, like a combination, like a restaurant fancy ass yeah. dessert. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. 
So the two that didn't quite make it, I'll okay. go with honorable first. Mentions, honorable mention. Honorable mention. So Eaton Mess or Pavlova. I'll yeah. put them in the same bracket because pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, like when you've got a crispy, chewy caramel, fresh fruit, only in the summer, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Lovely Chantilly cream. It's just fucking yeah. stunning. Yeah, lovely. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, there's loads you can do with it to play around with it. People can fancy it up. But when it's just pure, it's just it's just really pleasant. Yeah. Um, uh, but really pleasant is its ceiling. Yeah, for me. that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's it. That's why I couldn't put it up there. Yeah, I'm, I'm and it needs to be a lovely hot summer's day. I've got a yeah, nice glass of white wine. It's a bit of a context dessert, and it you couldn't have that all year round, really. No. Yeah. Next one is chocolate fondant that they were so oh. big in the early two thousands in yeah, restaurants, yeah. but I just love that. I mean, I'm chocoholic proper. Yeah. Without, I haven't got a sweet tooth, but I love chocolate. Yeah. Um, but that hot and cold with the ice cream, yeah. that's what wins Proper it for me. Oozy in the middle. Yeah, oozy in the middle. It's nice. It's done right. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Overcooked. Like, don't talk to Al- me. Always with really dark chocolate. Yeah, always with a dark chocolate. You know, and all it has to be is just a beautiful one with a good dark chocolate and a really good vanilla ice cream. Yeah. It often- worked with loads, but. That's all you need. Often sometimes. it'll also, and I'm never necessarily bothered. It'll come with like a coolie or something, or some berries or whatever. You, yeah. don't, you shouldn't need it, right? Or some really twat puts half a strawberry on it. Yeah, in fucking October with, with the green stalk still on. That yeah. happens a lot. And and you know when it's out of season because you've got a green stalk, a white bit, white bit, and yeah. then it some looks like reddish <laughs> strawberry. Like yeah. well, you did, save yourself some money, take off the plate. Absolutely, it just ends up right on the side. Yeah. It? What's the other one you get on desserts? And I never understand. I don't even know what the fuck it is. It's an orange little ball with like syphilis. Four, what the f- <laughs> what? F- facilis? What what or Cape f- Cape Gooseberry or facilis? We it's known in the industry by a lot of people as syphilis because it's just fucking horrible. What the fuck is it doing? It's on so many desserts. It's a, yeah, it's plunked on the top. Like, and it's a banqueting thing. Oh, yeah, look pretty. So you pull the leaves back, yeah, twist the leaves. it. Yeah. They're sticky. They've got this bitter kumquat flavour. They're awful. Yeah, no one's awful. picking them up like a grape, are they? Oh, no, exactly. Well, no. What a waste of time. Okay. So fondant's not on, eat and mess not on. No. Great. So number five. I'm with you so far. A creme brulee. Oh, Fucking yeah. perfect creme brulee. Yeah, Classically yeah. made, oozy in the middle. Not runny, just yeah. that oozy and a nice dark caramel. Lovely. You know? And I don't like them forked about with. I mean... I mean, I say this a lot. I'm a, I'm a purist, <laughs> yeah. and I, but yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Sometimes it could have bits and bobs in, or yeah. just a fucking classic creme brulee. It's the a thing of beauty. Is, yeah, the texture's so nice. And you, you look at hand and flowers. They they two star red. They just do a creme brulee. They don't fuck about putting stuff in it. It's beautiful right. creme brulee. Burn it to fuck. Yeah, yeah. And like I so said, bitter, sweet, creamy. It's delicious. That can sometimes be the only, depending on like the pub or the, you know, is sometimes they, it's a fine line that mm. torching over the top between yeah. taking it too far and not enough. Or or if they're using the wrong sugar and stuff and yeah, they're like, yeah. they're not, they're leaving some sugar raw. Like, yeah. If they've got how say, thick like, should that be, that top bit? Like how? Um, I like to do one consistent layer yeah. and then you, you just, it's measuring where you burn it. You need a real fierce burner, not a slow, yeah, slow yeah, torch. Yeah. So like if you're under the grill, by the time I've seen people do it under yeah. the grill, I've, I've seen people, they make a caramel, mm. blend it down to a powder, put it on top and put it under the grill. What the f- Like just buy a blowtorch, put yeah. some fucking sugar on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and like by the stuff. time you're doing that with a grill, the creme brulee started to, to yeah. get hot oh, and no. the sides are hot. So really hot. And, you know, just get your sugar on, tip it off. So you yeah. get one consistent layer, wipe it round, good, consistent burn. Yeah. And burn 
sort of front to back. Mm -hmm. So oh, if that okay. makes so if you're burning back to front, the flame is still going that direction, oh, if that makes sense. Great tip. So front to back. So whatever you've burned, you're moving that, away from. That's, that's how I do it. That is top tip. That's a borderline hack, that one. Mm. Love that. And mm. then I see the custard just like, you know, full of vanilla flavour. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, delicious. Yeah, lovely. Uh, next one is something I used to eat this cold as a kid as well. And I just love it. Like bread and butter pudding. Fucking, Fucking love, love yeah, a bread and butter pudding. Hot, like, you know, out the oven with some custard or cold the next day, just yeah. out the fridge like an animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> with, just with some cold pouring cream on it, oh. like that when it's cold. Yeah, I don't have that enough. It's just so, it's so yeah. good. It's so winning, isn't it? Yeah, my first job, I got a real appreciation for that sort of stuff. When I, when I went to Catering College, we, we didn't do a lot of like classic puddings, if you like. Mm. Um, but first job on a Sunday, we'd always do some sort of classic pudding. And Paul, who was the head chef there, had some great recipes for things. We made a beautiful bread and butter pudding and mm. a couple of other things that I'll mention in here as well yeah. that are like, were just, just nailed on. Yeah. Not taking it to the road of being fancy pants. Yeah, sure. Um, just classic. And not being properly. shit, just, just done properly. Yeah. Like, you know, like how Gary Rose does a bread and butter pudding, just yeah. beautiful. Got it, yeah. Yeah. So what was the, the bread sitch? Is it like, a, did it come from left? over bread and how to use it up is that the do you know that's what it the, come from yeah, yeah. apparently but um but when you're making it you don't you don't generally have that much leftover bread you sure. buy bread for it for it yeah um but yeah we just used a, a general white bread yeah cut the crusts off um we made it really custardy make a good custard in the middle yeah bake it properly and it naturally sort of souffles up a bit sultanas and stuff in there? yeah yeah it's got yeah inside don't put them on top because yeah. they go bitter yeah nice um yeah, it's got to have sultanas in it. Mm -hmm. And, and oh, then your preferred thing... I've had it thing, for years, you know. Yeah, no, same. I never have it, but I love it. Oh, it's so but good. Is it, your preferred thing is cream at the end? No, like if I'm having it... This is only from a kid because it'd just be there. Yeah. So I'd out the fridge cold, I'd pour a bit of cream on it. Lovely. But if I'm having it... Um, hot. Hot. If it's a properly made beautiful one, you don't need custard because it should yeah. be custardy yeah, anyway. True, yeah. Maybe a bit of ice cream yeah, for that temperature yeah. thing. I love that. But I just love the classic hot and cold with desserts. Oh, That's yeah. the thing. Like having the steaming hot dessert with cold ice cream is just mm. perfect. Oh, mate. I'm yeah. salivating now. Great. I'm loving this. Right, number three. Yeah. Tiramisu. Oh, Again, another purist thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just, just beautiful. A lot of people, yeah. again, you see it over here. It's not... You know, people see something sometimes. Some chefs they'll see something a dish and like it's too simple. We need to ham it up. Yeah. So you don't. No. It's all. It's been beautiful for years. Yeah. It's a reason you know, it's stood the test of time. Yeah. And in Rome, I had like several of them because yeah. you know there was other desserts on, but every time I was like, oh, a little tiramisu. Yeah. Some of them were just a small and yeah, a coop or something. It's, oh, delicious. Yeah, man. I just love the it. right amount of coffee, lovely flavors, little bit of chocolate. Yeah, little no, bit of chocolate. That, yeah. Yeah. Such a stunner. Such a stunner. Oh, the, I feel like so many people, obviously people that don't like coffee would never go near it. Mm. But a lot of people that say they don't like it have probably just had loads of bad ones. Yeah. Because it's one of those rushed, shitty desserts that loads of people would have made and had at friends and family's houses. Because it's, I did a big tiramisu and it's just a bit, they've used yeah. instant coffee. Use fucking Nescafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like, so no wonder loads of people don't like it, but a good one is. A good one is, is a winner. Yeah. And unlike your pavlovas and stuff that's always cold, mm -hmm. it feels all year round because it's got that coffee, that bitterness, that depth of flavour. Yeah. End of a meal y feel. Yeah. Um, exactly but i'll have it with a coffee yeah yeah Fair, yeah <laughs> excellent okay cool I'm next one this. is, this is properly on. properly made and this is probably one this is probably the best for me the best british dessert 
ever a sticky toffee pudding is just yeah, again it's done badly so much and it pisses me off yeah. i won't order it in an average pub like no, if no. i'm just out with oh i fancy sticky toffee but i'm like no because what they'll do they'll just bake a sponge yeah cut it up they heat it up yeah. and they make a naff insipid anemic fucking caramel sauce and pour it over, pour it over. like no yeah. like properly done it should be you know you make this beautiful sponge with your date puree through yeah. it yeah. and then like the way we used to do it when i was at hakes there are several ways um because we'd make a, a big one yeah like, and serve so when it was just baked then we'd make a as like a really proper dark caramel sauce because yeah. the thing what people do is they don't if you don't take the caramel dark enough it just ends up tasting sweet. You yeah. need that bitterness. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So if it's if it's under caramelized, it's just sugary. Yeah, yeah. So then we we also make a beautiful car- proper caramel sauce, and then we'd prod it all, then pour it all over, rebake it, and just let it soak in. So it's really unctuous, and then it'd sit, and we'd serve it really short service. Serve it then with some of that sauce, and with yeah, either so some chantilly. Hang, hang or, some sauce back. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, for yeah, extra. Yeah. But yeah. you you want it to ooze into it. Well, I want it to ooze yeah. into it. You don't want it to be a cake with sauce. Yeah, basically. Like if you go into Cartmel, like they're apparently where it's originated from, where Simon Rogan's restaurant is on Clue. Apparently, that's where it originated from. Ah, uh, right. Um, I know some people disagree with that, but I don't know. That's what I was told. Yeah, and yeah. they're they're sort of they've claimed it. Yeah. Like you, when you buy the individual ones, it's there and it's in the sauce, and you heat it in the sauce, so suck it up. Oh, man, honestly, like, it properly the, made, it's incredible. I agree. It's the best British dessert. Yeah. And it's just. I, and it's one of those weird ones. Like, I don't blame you for not wanting it in every pub because you'd be a bit like sceptical of whether it, I'll just have something mm. else. But if someone said, I hate sticky toffee pudding, I'm like... I wouldn't trust them as a nah, person. What, you, yeah. what, 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 what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I'd delete them from my phone book, <laughs> yeah. I think. It's yeah. one of those. Yeah. You'd just... have to give me a really strong argument and I don't think there is one. And uh, I've always liked the um, the Mary Berry... I think it was Mary Berry... Oh, Prue Leith, one of the Bake Off judges. Yeah. They always used to say about like, is it worth the calories? And yeah. I always feel like a good sticky. It's like yeah. if I'm gonna do it right, if I'm gonna have a dessert, I want a sticky fucking. Yeah. So I want to go right. all in. It's the epitome of that. Lastly, though, what are you doing? The ice cream? Are you doing ice cream? Yeah. Generally, I don't have to. Sometimes I'll just have it Sorry. bare. Like yeah, with that. So even a bit of chantilly with it would be nice. Sometimes yeah, ice cream is great. Yeah. But it's just don't fuck about with that. That's got to be it's just vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that or like a lovely milky ice cream. Something yeah. that's not. A random flavour coming in, or, or clotted more... cream ice cream, yeah, something yeah, yeah. creamy, heavy dairy. Absolutely, quite a lot of people have custard with it, and I yeah. don't get it because no. you've already got the sauce, and sometimes it comes with a lot more sauce than you anticipate. You yeah. put custard in it, it mixes in. No. It's just an odd. I'm not getting the satisfaction. No. It's just a bit of a weird. No, you're completely right. Custard should go nowhere near it for me. No, exactly. No. I don't know whether your dad was like this, but nearly all dads have asked for both. Ice cream yeah, and custard. Yeah. They do the classic thing. And, yeah. wait, and would you like ice cream and custard? They go, yes, please. Yeah. They do that classic dad joke. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well done. Uh, but yeah, great. I, I was actually, I thought that might be your number one because that was technically mine. So I'm, I'm it's, on, it's close to, to I'm be on fair. Now. It's close to. Um, but yeah, you're exactly right what you're saying about the calorie thing. And that's another reason why, like, I wouldn't order it in a sort of averagey kind of place because yeah. I'd just be like, I'm going to regret eating that because it's. Yes. Yeah. Because I can always tell myself, I don't care about his calories. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so my number one, can you guess what it would be? Uh, I, I, I was convinced that that was your number one. Ah, okay. So I'm, but you said that's the best British dessert. So I was thinking then, were you going to have a crumble on there? Okay. But now that that, you've Crumble's had okay. Sticky, that's fine. Yeah. But now, 
Marie guessed it right. Oh, did she? Yeah. Well, give me, can you give me the where it's from? France, traditionally, I suppose. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I've got it. Go Tart Tartan. No. No. Tartan's nice. Oh, okay. Chocolate tart. Chocolate tart. Tartle chocolat. Oh, oh just the best. I should have known because you love chocolate so much. Best. Chocolate yeah. tart is the fucking best. But it can also be the worst. Yeah, if it's yeah. badly done and you know, I've been the to banquets. Yeah, when yeah. there's a banquet around, you know, someone's wedding and an average shit hotel and it's like chocolate tart, and I'm just disappointed because I know they're buying in these thick pastries yeah. in boxes of hundred. Yeah. They just make a shit ganache, pour it in, and it's stick it in the fridge for a day. It's way shrinks too hard. up. Yeah. So the yeah, so the ganache is hard, yeah. The pastry is soggy, it's shrunk, you've got gaps in it. Like I don't want to eat it, you've upset me. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Um oh, but man. I mean my recipe. Uh, it's kind of based on the one I got. Your recipe ago. on the salt masterclass, that is yeah. the recipe I've done the most. Yeah, it's that fucking chocolate it's, tart. And it's just and it looks so humble because it's just a chocolate tart, just a chocolate tart. But when everyone eats it, they're like, oh my fucking it's, it's, it's the texture perfect. as well. Perfect. And, and it's the way you cook it. Yeah, so I've never known to do anything like that before where it was like you put it in for like what, twelve minutes or whatever, then you let it Yeah, it depends. In home ovens a bit more. Our ovens then downstairs you turn, turn it off five. And leave it for ages. Two hundred pop it in the oven in a kitchen like professional oven 200 five minutes and just turn the oven off and leave it 40 it for 45 40 minutes oh. that's it but you need really good quality i like chocolate pastry yeah it's short normal short pastry is great but chocolate pastry for me let's just go all out yeah, yeah, yeah um in there proper nice and crisp and it's a like sort of a ganache mix but it's milk and cream really good quality chocolate and egg yeah emulsified pass it you pour it straight in warm yeah mm. 200 set it and Chocolate tart should never, ever, ever see a fridge. Nah. Ever. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't even open it in its presence. So, yeah. <laughs> like, blinded by the light. Yeah. What's the... Uh, so, so say you make, make one. We all have a bit. You've got, like, half of it left. Just leaving it on the side. Yeah, that's the thing. It's what difficult. Because I had this issue when I started at Tudnell Mill. Uh, I put chocolate tart on this recipe, slightly smaller mole. And I was trying to do it every day. And we were wasting some. And then, you know, then I'd go off and then it'd be put in the fridge and stuff. And used for the next day. You can't day. bring it back. So I, let's take it off the menu. Because yeah. like we either make it for the day. So yeah. sometimes, you know, I'll do it up here for yeah. guests. Yeah, perfect. Oh, we had Adam Stokes up here and I was yeah. like, doing a chocolate tart for dessert. Yeah, yeah. He's like, proper excited. Yeah, it's so chef, it's chef food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's fucking banging. Because yeah. I make it before service and it sits on the back. Yes, yeah, so it's, a, it's a winner for a chef. Because A couple of slices left, the guy's downstairs or yeah. granite. Yeah. So, but no, it's, and then, but so you get it, that, that sort of temperature when it's moussey. Um, I love it, you know, in a boulangere in France and it's been sat in that counter all day and it's it's firmed up a little bit, but it's never seen the fridge and it's just, yeah. oh, it's fucking the best oh, thing in the world. The texture. and Best the, thing in the world. The crispy pastry at the bottom and it's... Chocolate oh, tart. Man, and you're serving that with ice cream? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's oh, it as well. Again, yeah. not, don't need much else. Sometimes maybe a bit of beautiful salted caramel mm. on the side. Lovely ice cream. There's yeah. a lot of ice creams you could do. Some in summer, if I was to do one, you know, a sorbet would work better. Chocolate and orange is one of my favourite combinations. Yeah, Classic. Yeah. It just yeah, works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, something like even a mandarin-y sorbet or ice cream is perfect with it. But yeah. Chocolate tart. Mate, that is a that is a bloody banging top five. So to recap, oh, it was fucking five. hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I know. What was number five again? Uh, number five was creme brulee. So creme brulee, bread and butter pudding, pudding tiramisu, tiramisu sticky toffee pudding. pudding. Chocolate tart. That reads like a great taster menu. Oh, it does. Yeah, I just want that. In a <laughs> great dessert, five in a course. Dessert restaurant or something. Also, what I quite like is uh, other than the saltalas in the bread and butter pudding, zero fruit. 
in all five. And that, that is also about the heart. Yeah, like, I didn't even think about have, that. If we're going to do this, we're doing it right. We're yeah. having indulgent sugar. Yeah. And- they nearly got there with Pavlova, but I was like, nah, that's too healthy. <laughs> Potentially some prunes in the, some puree in the sticky toffee. I'll take that as one of the five a day, yeah. Five, yeah. yeah. Mate, that is fucking amazing. What a top five. I, if anyone's disputing it, um, good luck to you, but message us. Otherwise, I'm very, very happy with that. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm glad nice. you agree. But yeah, a lot of them would change. Sticky toffee's always staying near the top. Yeah, it's got to be in there. But it can't. If there was them two on a menu in a great restaurant. In a great restaurant. In a great yeah. restaurant. And I add... Both those. Ooh. They said they had a great pastry chef and it was sticky toffee or chocolate tart. Yeah. I'm torn, but I'm always going chocolate tart. Yeah, that's interesting. See, I, I think if I was in a really good restaurant, yeah. I would pick the chocolate tart over the sticky toffee pudding. Uh, if I was in a really good pub, I'd pick the sticky toffee pudding over the chocolate tart. Yeah. Because I would yeah, trust fair. that they would be able to do the other one better in each. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. What do you have for me? What do you Um... I was looking for it. I've got them up now because I'm like indecisive mm, and so I wasn't sure. So many. I've just seen, just seen a couple that like, I was never going to People love just having a laugh. I know. So, that's me. Five sex positions. Yeah, mate. We're not yeah, doing that. That's the kind of things I send in to <laughs> stuff like this. Though. It's a bit corny and been done before kind of thing, but I think it. Yeah, your best meals of your life, your top five yeah. meals of your life, whether it's fucking okay. something you've had at home, Yeah. whether it's your fucking one two three star restaurant yeah whether it's just you and Haley together on holiday or something doesn't yeah. matter like okay. you're again kind of like the the meal the food the experience everything wrapped okay. up okay I'm gonna sound yeah. like a wanker in that episode but okay yeah. brilliant <laughs> I, I'll definitely do that that's good yeah. okay great nice one um I don't think there's too much else. Oh, we got a review, which was great from... Um, I think they've already reviewed us before, but it still counts, so I'm going to read it out. We Chef Lee says, love this podcast so much. Problem being, I'm completely up to date. Is there any other pods you would recommend? Unfortunately, smashed all the Staff Canteen ones too. So he's up to date on Staff Canteen. He's up to date on ours. What other ones are there? What other... It depends what you want. I don't listen to any of the food ones. I was going to say, I don't think I do, actually. Because like, I, 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 I listen to listened stuff... I've the odd episode of that yeah. some, but I haven't really gone I into it. I listen to Staff Canteen when it's a chef I know or a like yeah. or something. I'll be like, oh, I'll listen to that. Yeah. But I always have a battle. I listen to comedy ones all yeah. the time, generally. Same, yeah. Yeah. A lot of those sports uh, ones as well. Sports a bit. Have a word is my favourite podcast yeah. in the world. I still haven't checked out Tommy Banks's actually. And that oh, seems Tommy to be Banks, doing really yeah. Well, so seasoned is his one. And, yeah, um, yeah. Off I spoke to him about it at Michelin actually. Oh yeah, What's yeah. And he? he was just saying he loves doing it. It's great Does fun. Oh, so nice. yeah, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, it's, it's worth a look. Cool. Thanks for your reviews. Please do leave them on Apple Podcasts. Five star review. Put in a question or a comment, whatever. We will always read them out. Um, and yeah, buy our merch. It's they're beautiful t-shirts, beautiful hoodies made for men, women, different sh- uh, shapes, sizes, colours, all that sort of stuff. Uh, the website address is coming up after the music at the end. Um, otherwise, see you all next week. Perfect. See you later. Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap 
Podcast Tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality. So there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.